greetings in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What a joy it is to be able to be alive and come and share with you this morning words of encouragement. There is a, a story I read somewhere where an elderly man who was fishing nearby noticed that a young lad was having considerable success in his endeavor. What was more unusual than the amount of fish he would catch was that he would throw some of the fish back in the water after catching them. The boy would hold each fish up to his hand and measure it, and if the fish was larger than his hand, he would throw it back in the water. He kept only the small ones. The older man was curious, went over to the young boy and asked, son, why do you keep the small fish and throw the large ones back into the water? The young boy replied, I can't keep the big one. I only have a 10 inch frying pan. As I thought of that, I'm afraid that there are a lot of people shortchanging themselves because they're limited to a 10 inch frying pan, especially in their faith. They think no bigger, they see no bigger, they act no bigger, and expect no bigger. Instead of expanding their horizon by enlarging their expectation, they reduce their potential by shrinking their hope. Too many people fail to realize that their expectation measures the height of their future possibilities. It's impossible to achieve success without expecting it. I thought I would just share that with you this morning to encourage your heart a little bit. It reminds me of Barak. For in the book of Hebrews 11 and verse 32, the scripture says, and uh, what shall I mostly for the time wouldn't fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets. We are looking at this man with a contagious faith, uh, infectious faith. And last morning I shared with you what kind of faith is an infectious faith. And I said that the quality of the faith must be strong for it to be infectious. This morning I want to share with you that the channel of this faith Maybe weak. In Judges chapter 4, verse 3, down to verse number 8, the Bible says, And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, for he had 900 chariots of iron, and 20 years he mightily oppressed the children of Israel. And Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Labrador, she judged Israel at that time. And she dwelt under the, the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim. And the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. And she sent and called Barak, the son of Abinoam, out of Kadesh Naphtali, and said unto him, Had the Lord God of Israel commanded, saying, Go and draw towards Mount Tabor and take with thee 10,000 men of the children of Naphtali and of the children of Zebulun 
and I will draw unto thee to the river Kishon Sisera, the captain of Jamin's army, with his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into thine hand. And Barak said unto her, If thou wilt go with me, then I will go. But if thou wilt not go with me, then I will not go. I guess many would be surprised that here in this portion of Scripture, it was a woman who had the faith impacted to her by God. Barak, who would be the human instrument whom God would use as a channel of this faith, surely he was weak in faith. But Deborah encouraged him. No doubt he had forgotten what God had said in Deuteronomy chapter 20 and verse 1. When thou goest out to battle against thine enemies and seest horses and chariots and people more than thou, be not afraid of them. For the Lord thy God is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. What a reminder to them and to us today, when you are called upon to do a task for the Lord, many times it appears as something too much for you to handle. But if it is that which the Lord called you to do, and if it pleases God, then you can be confident that the Lord is with you and you and the Lord are the majority. For in Judges chapter 4, verse 3, the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, for he had 900 chariots of iron, and 20 years he mightily oppressed the children of Israel. I could imagine the children of Israel after 20 years. They no doubt accepted this as the norm. God was ready to relieve them of their oppression. Here we see in verse number three, the strength of the enemy army, 900 chariots. Just to look at them park up would cause the children of Israel to be fearful. The reality that is before you, what you can see with your eyes, what you are up against. This is what they could see and know it is there. What is it that you can see in your way? What is it that you can see in life as a challenge? It always looks too much to take by faith. But as believers, we must always remember the words of the Apostle Paul in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 1, verse 26 to 29. He said, For we see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty men, not many noble are called. This, when I look at this, this is amazing that what qualifies one for the job for man does not qualify one for the job for God. Mm. When God needed disciples, he chose ordinary men, fishermen, the roughest men that you could find. Now look at verse 27. But God had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. Huh. So 
what God uses to get his job done many times, many would never choose, but it is not the way that God works, not the professing wise that he chooses. In verse 28, he says, the base things of the world and the things that are despised hath God chosen, yea, the things which are not, to bring to naught the things that are. Why God chooses such? In verse 29, it says, that no flesh should glory in his presence. Be reminded of what Isaiah said in Isaiah 33 and verse 23. The tacklings are loose. They could not well strengthen the mass. They should not spread the sail. Then is the prey of the great spoil divided. The lame take the prey. As I read this, I think of Israel, which was helpless as a ship that is unable to sail because of her ropes and her pulleys. But the weak, lame city defeats the enemy with God. When you have God, you have God Almighty that will always accomplish His will. Whatever you are faced with, don't be afraid. Take God as your commander and chief, even if the channel of fate is weak. Our Father, I come to you this morning to say thank you for spared life, for being able to come and share a little with your people. I pray your blessings upon their life as we go through this serious time in our lives, as we travel day by day, we ask that you would navigate our course for us. We ask that you will help us, Lord, to be faithful and not fearful. I pray for those that are not well today and ask you to have mercy upon them. For those that are in need, I ask you to provide for them. You are such a great God. We thank you. We love you. We praise you. We adore you. Now be with us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May God bless you all. Do have a wonderful day.